0: hey guys welcome back to the movie night podcast guess what it's It's movie movie night. night um that's kira that's sarah and this is the podcast where each week um i and kira recommend a new movie to each other and then we talk about it amongst ourselves Yes, ma'am. Um, we have a this friend here today. Charlie's here. He's coloring in the corner. What's up? Friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. Um, but yeah, let's get into it. it. I actually have not seen you in like a week.
1: Yeah, it's been a minute. Um, I don't know. We've been, both been busy. You've been working. I've yeah. been working. Blah, blah, blah. Um, I do have to tell you something. Oh. Um, it's not a big deal. But I was looking for jobs. Real people jobs. I work at Target, um, real people jobs um, on various websites, and I looked on Craigslist, <laughs> just also for fun. I was also looking at, just uh, you know... See what people
0: are selling on Craigslist. Exactly.
1: And, like, um, I saw this ad posted for, like, podcasts, and it said, oh, like, do you have a good podcast idea? Like, fill out this little Google form, and, like, maybe... I don't know. And I was just like, all right. And I filled out the Google form for us. And I just sent, I sent them, like, I just copy and pasted a link to our podcast on, like, Spotify or whatever, and just did a brief description about, like, what it was about and sent it in. And I haven't... Got, I say, have you heard anything back? I haven't heard anything back, but I'm hoping... What if it's, like, for a, a network? And they're like, that oh, would be like, we can lit. add you to our network. I don't know. That'll probably never happen. But... I figured I should tell you. <laughs> that makes
0: me so happy. Yeah, I was like, you know what, why not? And I just filled it out real quick. I would do that. Um, yeah. That's like on TikTok when people are like, you know, six best podcasts to listen to. And then I'm always like, listen to my podcast like, <laughs> like in the comments. What about mine? Uh, but yeah, maybe, maybe we'll get an email and... To the email that... uh is our old name and that we've never received an email. Oh, I just put in my personal email. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> uh, good. But yeah, so I did that. Um, other than that, though, I haven't really been up to much. Have you been watching anything? Um, yes. Yeah, so I just recently finished Broad City, that show on Hulu. Changed my life. Absolutely, 100% changed my life. Um, w- Everything changes your life. It does. But that's an f- exciting life. It's it's exciting. It's really <laughs> exciting. It, it's fun to blossom and to grow. Um, we both watched John Wick together for yes, the first time. Which was cool. I wish yes. he had a little bit of a better origin story, but I guess I think the films get better as they go on. I think I they know. do too. I heard the second one is the best. Yeah. And so maybe we'll watch that soon and we can talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um.
1: Yeah. But... What am I, I'm almost done with Skins, My on my rewatch of
0: Skins. I got, like, halfway through episode one, and then I got tired. And Are so you I'm, kidding? It's really just, like, I can't get into it, dude. Are you there? What? I tried. I watched it, but then I got tired, and I was like, well, I want to watch it, so I can't, like, sleep, like, fall asleep to it. Oh, my God. They're literally so good. You have to watch Skins. Oh, I've been watching a lot of Drag Race recently. Oh, okay. I need to come over and use your on-demand or however you watch it. Yeah. So I don't have those channels
1: on I've been my watching, TV.
0: I've been watching, so season 13 is airing now. Actually, the new episode comes out tonight. Um, yeah. Today's Friday. But I've been watching season 12, which is Gigi Good's season. Oh, I think, I, I saw season 12, I do believe. And I haven't finished it yet. Um, I freaking love Gigi Good. She is so talented. So beautiful. So prettier than me. Prettier, so, so pretty,
1: and so um talented. Slender. And like, the... the well I think she, she said her mom is like a a seamstress. A seamstress or, a or a whatever. Designer. So like all of her all of her dresses are like fucking amazing. Yeah. But yeah, no, that season's really good. Um what else have I been watching? I think that's pretty much it. Yeah. I mean- I'm almost done with skin, so when I finish that, I'm probably gonna watch I think there's a new season of The Alienist, which if you haven't seen is
0: really good. It's on HBO. Mm. Uh Oh, I watched. Um, I hate to break it to you, says, but I watched Jules's episode. Oh, of Euphoria. Was it good? Don't tell me. It too was much. really good. It okay, was good. In my opinion, it was better than Rose. I'm sure it was. It was really good. Yeah, she wrote that episode. I kind of like. Con- I don't want to say connected with it, but like I, re- cool. it, it really resonated with me. I really liked it. Well, I think that's super cool that Hunter she, she got to, she wrote she, yeah. that episode. She might have directed it.
1: Maybe I think I don't know. I think she said that Sam Livenstein's.
0: She was like, I wrote this episode instead of going to therapy and you'll see what like she'll see what she means. I'm excited. Yeah, it was really good. Um
1: Um, yeah, not much else though. Yeah,
0: not much else either. It's been kind of a boring ass week. Yeah. We did I
1: had already seen it, but we
0: all went to see Um Promising Young Woman. Oh, we did go see that. Which what did you think about it? I really enjoyed it. I I kinda wanna watch it it again, but um which I just may do, but I really liked it. I really liked it too. The actress, what's her name? Something Carrie Mulligan. She is so pretty.
1: She's so good. And, and Bo
0: Burnham, like... Bo
1: Burnham! He, like, oh. didn't he... He started on Vine, didn't he? And he started on YouTube. Oh. I was watching his, like, tr- like not trash, but, like, just for the day, because it was literally... They were from, like, 2007. Like, his oh YouTube my videos of him, like... In his high school bedroom, like, playing the piano. And, like, he used to make, like, little songs. Oh. Like, he's a pretty talented, like, songwriter, I guess. Like, funny little songs. Yeah. I
0: remember the... We can...
1: will I'll show you some on YouTube, because they're pretty iconic, and I used to be literally obsessed with them back in the day. And then... And then he was on Vine... So like I remember remember like,
0: this he's is my like, jam. And he's like holding a jar of jam. Yes, yes I yes. remember that.
1: He did. He was on Vine for a little bit like that. And then I think... And then he
0: directed... He was, he's was. he been in a couple movies. He has his own stand-up special, doesn't yes, he? Yes, he has
1: several stand-up specials. Um, and those are also really good. He's very talented. Um, and then he has been in a couple movies, I think. Um, but like just small like cameo little roles. Mm-hmm. And then he directed and wrote that movie Eighth Grade.
0: Oh! Which I will
1: recommend to you at some point, because yeah, it's very... It's, like, pen 15, but serious, and it's, like, very, like... It really gets you... Because it's, like... I mean, it's literally about middle school, and middle school is such a tragic time for literally everyone. Uh, wow. Um, But, yeah, that movie's good, and he, obviously he really popped off with that. And then he was in this, which was so good. hmm And mm-hmm. he's so tall. I think he's, like, 6'4". Ha So hot. And he's so funny. Yeah. Um, And his character is... Like when they I'm not even I'm not even gonna spoil it for the pod listeners, but like when the when the when the movie shifts Oh oh in Promise the Young Woman, it's a real it's a real It's a uh, real
0: shift. It's a real Yeah. It's a real
1: It's, it's wor- kind of an experience it's, it's, a, it's a roller coaster of a, a movie. A roller coaster. I was
0: gonna say a world rocker. <laughs> like it like rocks your world. Yeah. It's a it's an emotional roller coaster, but it's really good yeah. and everyone should see it. Yeah. But anyway, you wanna get into it? Yes. So, last episode, if you weren't here, Kira recommended to me to watch Blue is the Warmest Color, which is a French movie, which is subtitled in English. God bless. Um, it w- It came out in 2013. It was directed by, I'm going to butcher every single one of these names, yep. so please don't comfort me. Um, it's directed by someone named Abdelatif uh, mm. Keshishi. Yes. Good one. Yeah good one um it stars uh adele um xr yeah i imagine that's greek yeah yeah which would make sense and then um leah cedo who plays emma yes so um kira had some motherfucking nerve (laughs) to give me a three hour movie yep Two hours and fifty nine minutes. Yep. I had to watch it in two parts because there was. I. I mean, that's why this podcast is late because I was like, when am I going to carve out three hours? That like is a t- lot. I was like, I'm going to have to take an Adderall. I like, forgot how long that was. Yeah, it was. I long. think I watched it in two days as well. But breaking it up really did help. Yeah. Um. And
1: it helps that I mean the movie. I mean, you're. I know you're going to get into it, but it follows like a pretty large span of time. Yes, more time so, than I realized. Right, and I think like when you're breaking it up too, you get like very like. Um, Adele is, like, a youth. Yes. And then, like,
0: Adele is a grown-up. Yes. So, like you said, the movie follows pretty much this character of Adele, who lives in France, and you meet her when she's in high school, and she's got all these friends, and her friends are like, oh my gosh, like, so-and-so keeps checking you out, like, he's cute, you're cute, like, you guys should hang out. She starts, like, hanging out with this dude, and, like, they kind of start dating, and then she's like, I don't know, like, something's wrong, like, with me, not with me, but, like, she she breaks up with him for whatever reason and then like she's one afternoon she's like hanging out with one of her girlfriends and they're just like chatting and they have like a kiss and so Adele kind of takes that as like a oh you like me and like tries to pursue her and then like it kind of like her friend was like oh like I didn't think you would take it that seriously like I was just being affectionate whatever and like Adele like has this kind of like freak out moment but um what Like, while she's in high school, one day, um, when she's either walking home from school or going somewhere, I think it's when she's going to her date, she walks by this girl on the street who has this, like, really vibrant blue hair. They, like, pass at a crosswalk, and they, like, make eye contact and, like, just keep going. Uh-huh. And then that's, that's in the beginning, and I should have said that sooner, but that's kind of, like, you see kind of Adele have this moment with herself very early on, which is very interesting, and then that kind of plays out throughout the film. Um... So then, so, you know, she kisses her friend and she's, like, having a bad day and, like, whatever. And, like, she, like, she's, a, like, a best guy friend. And he's, like, come on, like, let's go out tonight. Like, let's make you feel better, whatever. So she goes out and she, like, sees the girl with the blue hair. And, like, she follows her and she ends up in this gay bar. And, like, they're just, like, chatting and talking and, like, kind of getting to know each other. Um, And then the next day at school, like, her... Friends are like being really mean to her, and they're like, "Why'd you go to a gay bar? Like, are you a lesbo? Are you a lesbo? Like, just being really like, kind of vicious and like not yeah. very friendly." And like, one of her friends was like, "Oh my god, we have sleepovers, and like, you sleep naked, like, you'll never touch me, like, blah blah blah." like just being so mean about it. um Anyway, so that's kind of like her high school situation, and then after she meets Emma in the bar, who's um, the girl with the blue hair? Who's the girl with the blue hair? They start hanging out because they have this sort of like, you know, they. They had a great conversation when they met, and, like, they just kind of have this bond, and, like, Ad- Adele, obviously, like, is drawn to her, mm-hmm. um, and they, like, hang out in the park and go on picnics and talk about art and, you know, life and all this stuff, and they essentially fall in love um they kind of keep it a secret from i don't think they keep it a secret. i
1: think emma is a little bit older which yeah. is also i think part of the reason why the movie is a little bit controversial yeah i think that's one of the reasons is because obviously adele's in high school and I think yeah Emma's i was talked about that later a little bit
0: older yeah yeah so Emma's a little bit older and like adele's like about to graduate high school um they meet they fall in love um there's a lot of sex in this movie a lot of um girl and girl sex which is whatever um it's kind of like a soft core porno. Yes, it's a it's a lot. It's a lot, but yeah. it's French. It's French, <laughs> and like you know, they have this. They have sex, and then they, the sex scene like just keeps going. It's like a. It's for- a real like,
1: uh, yeah. There, it's everything. Um, kind of happens like in real time. Yeah. Even like even like not the set like even like when they have like fights and stuff like you're experiencing, yeah. like. A real time. It's like a real time, like how it would happen. Like you're getting all of it, like how you would fight with your significant other, and like in how you re- would or like if it's like if you were like you were over for dinner, and like you're sitting there in the corner, like watching your friends fight. You know what yeah, I mean? Like it's yeah. a real, like uncomfortable, which I think is the point. Yeah, that's a really good um, way to put it. I don't really, like, but like with the sex, it's like you didn't need to do that for that long, which again is I think another reason why it's kind of controversial. Like
0: you know, but yeah, either way, um, it's really like. Real and raw, it's the whole it, movie is you it's know? very intense, very raw, literally, um but yeah, so they just like they kind of they fall in love and they spend like I don't know how long together, but like a decent amount of time together. um Adele becomes a teacher, and like Emma is an art student or is an artist and is focusing more on her art um and as time goes on, Emma like kind of pushes um Adele to like pursue her dreams essentially, and Adele's like, I'm content with being a teacher and like being with you and like living my life, yeah. And so, I think that's kind of where the relationship gets a little rocky. Right. Um, And then, you know, Adele is a teacher, like I said, and she has, like, a teacher colleague. And Emma starts, like, spending a lot of time on her art. And so, therefore, Adele gets really lonely. And, like, she hooks up with one of her teacher colleagues. And, like... Emma finds out because she, like, sees them and she's, like, why'd you get dropped off the street over? Like, and she's, like, well, who took you home? And Adele's, like, oh, it was a girl. And, like, Adele just keeps lying and, like... And she keeps getting caught in these lies. And, and Emma, like, yeah, yeah That's when they her. have, like, this real intense fight. Really, really intense, really sad fight. And, like, Emma kicks Adele out and they break up and three years essentially go by and Adele's still a teacher. And then Emma starts dating one of her friends, Lise, who has a baby and you know, that's her family as she says. Um, and then they meet up at like a cafe and like Adele's like, you know, it's been three years, and, like, how's your art, blah, 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 and she's like, I still miss you, and, like, Adele, or Emma doesn't really say much, but then they have this, like, raw, intense make-out scene yeah. in the cafe, like, full-blown, like Adele's like, crying,
1: Emma's crying, they're, they're making out, and fingering each other touching, across the table, yeah, they're like, touching each other in this cafe, it's
0: daylight, there's other people in the cafe, um, and then, you know, Adele's like, I love you, be with me, and Emma's like, no, I have a family, but, like, I'll always, like, love you, whatever, you know, the sad shit that everybody hears. Um, and then the movie kind of ends where Adele meets Emma at one of Emma's art shows and, um, they, like, greet and she talks to Elise and then obviously Adele can't really handle it anymore because how could yeah, you, like... Yeah, and she,
1: she, they make, they make a point to, like, to, that, like, the paintings that Emma did of Adele... Yes, yeah. like ...are um, still up at the gallery. Yeah,
0: and, like, they say that, like, you know, Emma's old Emma is blue and new Emma is red and like new Emma paints like lease and like old Emma painted, um, yep. Adele. And like, yeah, I, that's just a lot to process as a viewer. And I can't imagine as like a character, like if that was real. Yeah. And so, um, she stays for a minute and then she just bails and like the movie ends. Yeah. And so the reason the movie is so long is there's a lot of conversation between yeah. the characters. Real time. Um, and an interesting fact about that. So when the, when the actresses were given the script, They only read through it once. So a lot of their conversation is improvised because the director wanted it to be so natural. Yeah. Which it really is. They do have like very natural conversation to the point where you're like, How is this even scripted? Yeah. And it's not really. It's very much, um that's cool. Natural conversation, which is cool. But yeah. Um, I hope I did okay with that summary. Yeah, I think so. Um so yeah, I guess I can get into some trivia. Uh, like I said, the movie's French. Um, and Kira was mentioning earlier a lot of controversy. Uh, this is one of them. So there was a lot of controversy surrounding the director's name and his work methods. Uh, it was revealed that he would do hundreds of takes for small scenes to achieve the desired realism of the story. And his and his intense directorial style was borderline abusive. Yeah. Both actresses stated that the film looks so real because the director pushed them to their breaking point and that they were really struggling. They also said that they did not wish to work with him again. Yeah. And that's like, you know, serious tea because like when you're watching the movie, like I always said, Adele kind of walks around like she's fucked up and like, yeah. she's just kind of like in a haze, but like she probably because she's exhausted. And like, and like
1: those points is where she's like, it's like, yeah, she looks like, I mean, she's just gone through this breakup yeah, you know a lot like a good half of the movie is like when they're broken up and yeah. it's like really hard for Adele obviously and you're following her and like yeah she does literally look exhausted yeah she like like
0: she's on the it looks like she's on the verge of tears yeah. in almost every scene when um when after they break up which I mean understandable but also like that's like a real raw yeah. that's a real emotion yeah. like being portrayed on the screen um, for some reason when I read this fact it reminded me of Stanley Kubrick when he directed The Shining and remember mm-hmm. um I can't remember her name but the actress who played. Uh, What's her name? Shelly Shelley. Mm. What's her name in the movie? Is it Shelly? I can't remember. She anyway, she... um, Jack Nicholson's wife, she yeah. like not only abused, but like with, the director was really hard on her and she like lost all her hair because the director stressed her out so much and like she cried every day outside. Yeah. So it just kinda reminded me of it, which is so interesting. How... I think
1: there are there are a few directors like that out there yeah. who will literally do a scene a million times. I think um I think uh james cameron i think is maybe one of them really yeah where he's like just a real perfectionist and like has to do this i think i mean i could be just straight up slandering someone right now but i'm pretty sure
0: james cameron is one of them i think i don't know um and in the movie actually uh adele has this conversation with one of her friends and he's like oh yeah i make american movies and or she was talking about how she liked american film too. emma sorry wrong wrong setting of scene but uh She's like, well, what kind of movies? And she's like, uh, Scorsese, Kubrick, and yeah. I was like, T, because Kubrick has a very similar, like, directing yeah. style. I bet
1: those are probably, I bet those are probably some
0: of the, this guy's, this yeah. director's, Inspir- I don't know. Yeah, maybe favorite directors or whatever. I just thought that was very interesting. Um... So, we were talking about this while we were watching. Kira watched the last half of the movie with me. Um, so, there was no makeup artist and hairstylist on set. Weird. The actresses were not allowed to wear makeup most part of the movie. And there's literally one scene where, like, Adele has mascara on. And she That's cries. wild. Yeah. And we were talking about how, like, naturally pretty they are. and like For sure. You know, they really... They and mean- that is, that's another, like, super real aspect of yeah. it. Like
1: just real fresh faced
0: (laughs) could literally could never. And somehow Adele always looks literally so beautiful. Yeah. Which is annoying. It's yeah. And she's got really great hair. That's always just like on her top of her head. So, (laughs) um, so the actress, her name is Adele, like in the movie and in real life. Um, said that she was cast as the part of Adele because of the way she ate her food. Uh. And in this movie there are a lot of eating scenes which one is just a lot of it's gross to be quite honest for me. (laughs) Like she's smacking and talking with food and her. Yeah. There's one scene where she's like feasting on a euro which like I totally get and like no judgment but like I don't know. It was just, like, a lot. That's and a very... It's interesting
1: thing to, like, focus on. in the movie, Yeah. Which, like, you could tell
0: they were focusing on it. They were. And, like, it was, you know... They... But I
1: want to say, I think, with the character of Adele, like, she's always... Like, in the end, we just saw where, like, she changes her hairstyle, and they talk about it, and she's like, oh, I want to be older, I want to be taken seriously. And I want to say it's, like, it's kind of... They're trying to make her look, like, Is it, like, a sense of maturity? They're and trying like... to make her look, like, young and naive, and, like... The way she eats kind of adds to that because she is That's kind of so like a messy eater. Yeah,
0: There's like one scene where she like licks a knife and like I said, she's feasting on a euro and like when she eats a pasta, like I think it's supposed to, I mean, I don't know,
1: but like, yeah. I just feel like it adds to her kind of like also, her childlike. Yeah.
0: And also with that in the movie, she even states like as her character, she's like, yeah, like I could eat and like, I can never stop eating. Like even when I'm full, I could keep eating. And like, there's a scene where she's having like a, she's crying and she's just like having a moment. And she, like, pulls up, she pulls, like, a candy bar out of, like, a box of candy bars that are under her bed and, like, nice. eats it. And, like, word. Word. I feel for you, girl. <laughs> um, but, yeah. So, she got that role for the way she ate. which Interesting. I mean, it was very interesting to think about because there, there are a lot of eating scenes in the movie that you have yeah. to, like, sit there and listen to her smack and, like, talk with food in her mouth and, like, slurp spaghetti. Yeah. Anyway, I just thought that was very interesting. Um, And then apparently one of the sex scenes, I don't know which one, there's like two or three, took 10 days to film. No way. And they had to wear prosthetic vaginas. Well, that's good. At least they were. I mean, that's good. No one needs to be having sex on camera. Like, that's not porn. I don't know. Um, But 10 days of just like fucking... (laughs) <laughs> in front of a camera yeah like?
1: that's i mean that's probably like could you imagine that's got to be part of where like the stress and like what makes it so hard yeah i mean it'd be hard enough to film one scene for 10 days let alone like a sexy bleep, like a pretty, emotional an emotional like an intense sex scene like, yeah that's a lot that's too much
0: um but apparently the girls like uh so that they would like laugh and make jokes during the sure. scenes to make them more comfortable which like how could you not yeah but I just can't imagine filming a sex scene for 10 yeah. days. And at
1: least, like, I mean, I can imagine it's probably maybe a little bit comforting. Just two girls as opposed to, like, you yeah. know, maybe a little bit yeah. more comfortable. I get that. If you're, like, I don't know.
0: Maybe. Um, yeah. But that's a, yeah, fair point. Um, So... The film was considered a front runner for an Oscar nomination for Best Foreign Film upon its release and success at the Cannes Film Festival. However, the film was deemed ineligible by the Academy Awards due to its late release in France. So, meaning it would have been nominated for an Oscar, but it didn't make the deadline, essentially. Yeah. But I was like, not to be rude, but like I just don't know if this movie is an Oscar-worthy film. I mean,
1: I think, um,
0: I mean, I don't know any other foreign films from 2013 that, like, I've seen. I just think, uh, I'll, I'll also that later. I'll get it later. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I was like, that's very interesting. Um, and then, so this is a long fact, but I thought it was very interesting. So at the Cannes Film Festival, the film shocked some critics with its long and graphic sex scenes. Word. Um, leading them to state that the film may require some editing before it's screened in cinemas. Um, several critics placed the film as the front runner to win the Palme d'Or prize and it went to win the co- the coveted prize um the judging panel which included steven spielberg ang lee and nicole kidman made an unprecedented move to award the top prize to the film's two main actresses along with the director um jury president steven spielberg explained and i thought this was a really good explanation of the film in case i did a shitty job of it um The film is a great love story that made all of us feel privileged to be a fly on the wall, to see the story of deep love and deep heartbreak evolve evolve from the beginning. The director did not put any constraints on the narrative, and we were absolutely spellbound by the amazing performances of the two actresses, and especially the way the director observed his characters and just let the characters breathe.
1: I think I totally get that. Yeah, because like I, the, I think the film that, is. That really, I also
0: think that the actresses did a really good job. I can't imagine having such natural conversation, especially with, like a, with a stranger.
1: Especially and like I don't necessarily know like maybe in France they're like bigger deals, but I think they were both pretty like kind of no names. Like it's not like you're yeah. putting Leonardo DiCaprio and. Kate Winslet and, and in making a, them speak French and like m- putting them in a movie together and just being like, Oh, I know this is going to turn out good. Like yeah. this is, I think these are two like kind of like debut actresses and I think yeah. they were both pretty young yeah. when they did it. And so for them to do such a good job and to be so like, yeah, real, I
0: think is really cool. Exactly. And just um, like the statement that says, like, just let the characters breathe, I think really exemplifies how yeah. natural the two of them are on screen together. Because, like I said earlier, half the conversations they're having, pretty much every conversation they are having is a natural conversation yeah. between the two of them just being recorded. Which is crazy. But yeah, I thought that was cool that it was Steven Spielberg, too. Yeah, that is cool. Um. So, speaking of age, so Adele was 18. Ugh! And then Crazy. Leah was 27
1: wow. at the time of filming. So I was going to say, like, I don't know if Adele, I don't think, Adele, I think I actually follow Adele on Instagram. <laughs> really? Yeah. I think she does more like modeling stuff now. I'm pretty sure. But I know that Leah Sadeau has been in some, uh, she was in something else. She's been in, she's been in several other movies and like, she's kind of like her career's kind of set off after yeah. this, but I guess she's a little bit older and like Adele's probably still pretty I mean, young. yeah, right?
0: nine years, um, 10 years. But almost. like, what is that? Yeah. Nine years.
1: Yeah. That's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. So, the scene that I mentioned earlier, the scene where the two of them walk past each other for the first time, and, like, Adele really has that moment with herself, Uh took a hundred (gasps) takes to
1: walk past somebody? Oh, my God.
0: Ugh. Kill me. (sighs) Um, That's wild.
1: Yeah. Well, I guess that's that's even a testament, too, because it's like, oh, like, because it all does look so natural. But I guess maybe. But it's like, it's really uh, kind of, it's really not, but it is, but it isn't, you know, but I guess, like.
0: I don't know. I guess that's that's one thing that significantly has to be perfect, and, like, you have to get the emotion and, like, the movement. I mean, I'm no director, but it kind of makes sense. Yeah, for sure. Um, So, coincidentally, this is a cool fact, the very day the film won the Palme d'Or prize at the Cannes Film Festival was the same day that same-sex marriage was legalized in France. Oh, that's sick. Isn't that awesome? That's sick. Also, one of the scenes I really, really like is
1: when... um, no, yeah, go ahead. Charlie and I are gonna open our liqueurs. Cool. go for <laughs> it. Break. Put, it, put put it to the put us in like <sighs> ready for some ASMR. <sighs> uh, okay, oh, that was a nice pop.
0: <laughs> um, Sorry to interrupt. It's okay. mm-hmm.
1: uh, one of the scenes that I thought was really cool was when um, Emma takes Adele to like the Pride Festival.
0: Oh, that was cute. That was cute. Also,
1: um, I don't remember really a ton of songs, but I think the the movie has like a pretty. There's one song, it's by. Um, What's that like? Likely, I forget what the artist is called, but there's a song. It's called I think it's called I'll Follow You, oh. and it goes off. It's a really good song. Oh
0: nice. Um, you
1: know that song that I probably showed you? That's good. It's the Sex Money Feelings yes. Die or whatever. That, that song. song. It's the same people that sex, do this. Money, feelings, I'll, I'll follow, I'll follow you deep blue river. Something like that. It's a really good song, and it's a cute montage in the movie too. And that's why,
0: or that's what like that's how I heard of the song, and I really, really like, like the song. Sex money feels duh. Okay. Great song. Um <laughs> two less facts and then I'll um get into yeah whatever so this movie is included in the list that is a thousand and one movies you should you must see before you die by steven schneider also dan schneider (laughs) not dan schneider not dan schneider but the joke has to go in there okay okay yes cool but it is it is on the list of a thousand and one movies you must see before you die i'm really checking off these movies
1: you can can take it off you're welcome thanks (laughs) um that's cool
0: though yes i should we should look at that list and maybe yeah um, get some inspo from right um and then last thing so uh in the french original version of the movie and in many other languages the movie is called the life of adèle um but in english and in german speaking countries the movie was released under the same title as blue is the warmest color so usually such title refers to a specific scene or dialogue you know you obviously there's a moment in the movie where you see where the title comes from but that is not the case in this movie there is nothing that necessarily like uh, leads to an explanation as why blue blue is the warmest color. Yeah, but, but there's a the movie like yeah. you know Emma has blue hair. Emma has blue eyes. You can see the two of them wearing blue a lot. Um, you know when Emma, Emma always paints a delta in, in blue, blue yeah. and then also when you know she trans like uh, starts in lease and like starts in Painting Lise like red. It's yeah. kind of like blue is the warmest. And I then don't Adele's know. wearing that blue dress. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which so. I think is cool. And when I'm going to in, like that. Like, and when they're bit. in the cafe, um, like, you know, talking, like after they've broken up, they're both wearing blue. Right. Cool. So
1: interesting. But yeah, so I the, think that's cool. I like it when it's a little bit more subtle. Like, I know that um, I'm pretty sure. Uh, like Quentin Tarantino's Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, like, the b- Reservoir Dogs is just—it just—it means nothing. Yeah. it has nothing to do with anything. Okay, it's literally just a cool name, <laughs> which I think is dope. Apparently, I've read it in a couple places in a couple articles that like naming the movie is like the hardest
0: part. Yeah, for, for sure. a lot of movies, which I think is interesting. The amount of times that they change like the name of movies and like yeah, I think that's super interesting. Yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah, um, but yeah, those are all my fun facts. Uh, I'll get into some letterbox comments really quick. Sure. Um. So this first comment comes from someone named Eli. They give it five stars, and they said, "This that wasn't a film. That was an experience. That was a slice of life. A big, brutal, honest, and sincere slice of life." Word, which I thought was yeah a good way to put it. I I that is a good way to put it. Um. This next one comes from someone named Wade, and they gave it three stars, and they you know they quote, "I have an infinite tenders." F- bleh. Sorry, okay. I have infinite tenderness for you, which is a quote that Emma says to Adele. Mm -hmm. And he goes, God damn, they both ate each other's asses like that. Like, they were starving. (laughs) I was like, true. Um, This next one comes from someone named Zegan. Gave four stars, and it's sex, school, art, and spaghetti. Word. Spaghetti. Spaghetti. Um, This one says, my aesthetic. Adele fixing her messy bun to make it even messier.
1: (laughs) So true. Which is true.
0: A messy bun is literally... Something that is so simple, but is so hard to and achieve. And it's, it's
1: only hard to achieve when you want it. Yes. But then, like, when you're just chilling, you somehow... And no one's you, around. Somehow you're... you have the best bun, and then yes. when you want to just rock a messy bun, you can never get it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, and then... relatable. Uh, this last comment comes from someone named Willow. They gave it one and a half stars, and they said, more concerned with spaghetti than lesbians. So, with all of that, <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna say that I loved this movie, because sure. I didn't. And... Thank God I, I am a subtitles bitch now. Like you know that would have been a struggle, but I don't know. I just didn't I didn't love it. Um, it's kind of like
1: heavy. Like it's it's. I don't think I don't think you're not you're not meant to love it. I don't think it's yeah. not like. But I think it's like a. It is an experience. It's a lot. And it's, it's a like, lot for a movie. It is like a slice of life. Like if you f- I feel kind of like even after just watching the last hour, it's like damn like. That's really like someone's whole life that yeah. like you feel like you are you, you have just saw. It, you have it
0: now yeah. like you kind
1: of like it's sitting on my shoulders now, yeah. like, their life and, like, their kind
0: of relationship. Yeah, I don't really, have anything, like, great to say, but I also don't really have anything negative to say. Yeah. I mean, it's, if you're a film, if you're into film, like, sure, definitely watch it, but I don't think this would be anything I would recommend to someone. Sure, it's but, it's a specific kind yeah. of... Yeah, and especially a foreign film, like, most yeah. people, like, can't handle that because they're weak, but, um... <laughs> It was fine. It was that, yeah. that's all I can really say about it. it, it was fine. But I think if you're going to watch a foreign film like right now, I would watch Parasite.
1: Well, yeah. And I uh, but also like if you I mean maybe if you're not if you're not into like foreign films, maybe start with something that's going to catch your attention more, but like I don't know. I think I think it's I don't know, it's a kind of uh not powerful, but like meaningful kind yeah. of Yeah. I don't know. Um, It's not my favorite film by any means or anything like that, but I did watch it and I was like, okay, wow. Like, that's kind of. You know? Yeah, like I get yeah, it. Like, that's I it. get it. Yeah. Yeah, and that's all it has to be. It doesn't yeah. have to be a winner.
0: Yeah. You can just be like It's a, not a winner, but it's definitely not a loser. It's not definitely a good, yeah. solid, like second or third place. You know, it's like it made the podium, but it's not number one. Sure. Um, um, and yeah, and it's it's like I said specific like it's it's yeah, it's got a very like niche audience almost sure. um, um but I also still think it, yeah,
1: go it's ahead,
0: fucking three hours, yeah, so it's like, so long, which it's is so long. Like, that's hard. but like it it has a right to be with the plot of the movie, yeah, so I guess overall it was it was it was all right, yeah, it was all right, um, so I guess i'd with that I'd give it like a three out of five, sure,
1: I think that's fine,
0: um, definitely wouldn't recommend to like you know everyone, but definitely not a bad movie, no um just long shit.
1: Yeah, and I was telling Sarah I'm going to at some point recommend to her Portrait of a Lady on Fire, which I think is another It's also in French. It's also in French and is also sapphic and is also uh sapphic. What does that mean? Like, you know, lesbian undertones. Okay. Or overtones. That was that um, was a
0: word I had literally never heard before, so oh,
1: that's why I asked. I, I like the word sapphic. It's, it's kind cool. of cool. It's a pretty word. <laughs> <It's so laughs> oh My god, you're so smart. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh but yeah, uh um but and then Portrait of a Lady it's Portrait is good. It's good. I remember when I watched it, I ripped my pen a couple times and I was like, I don't think I ever blinked. Like, it was, it's (gasps) really, it's it's really good. Um, Cool. 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 Anyway. um, But yeah, sure. Not bad. Not great. Just, meh. Great. A one movies to see before you die. You're welcome.
0: Thank you. Checked off. Thank you. Thank you. i am
1: just building your knowledge one.
0: You're, I am cool because of you. (laughs) I, I literally, like, I'll say it again. I will, I would literally be nothing without you. Thank you.
1: That's and how, I mean, and we that's on
0: friendship right there.
1: All right. Yeah. So on to me. And let's get into it. Okay. So, so um last week Sarah recommended to me the movie After. <laughs> and it was a whole 96 minutes of nothing. Okay, Kira, three hours. <laughs> okay, but this was no, <laughs> this is literally nothing.
0: Um, but this- hey, okay, it's a One Direction fan. Let me ha- okay,
1: let me tell no, no, no. it. Let me tell it. Christ, sorry, you've there's had me. your time. Okay, sorry. So the movie is called After. It came out in twenty nineteen. It's rated PG thirteen, which PG what? I would <laughs> no thirteen year old should go see this. First of all, um, there's a lot of I think yeah no no thirteen year old should see this personally in my personal opinions. But basically, yes, Sarah is correct. This movie is based off of a fanfic um, written by a girl No, named- it is the fanfic. Well, it's, it's a movie based off of the fanfic.
0: Okay, yes. The
1: movie is not a fanfic. Fanfic is written word. It's still the fanfic. fiction. I guess it is fiction, Sort of. But the, I mean, it's based off of the fiction written by Anna Todd. The girl who wrote the fan fiction.
0: Okay. Fan fiction!
1: <laughs> okay. So Anna Todd wrote this fan fiction on Wattpad. Oh and if you don't know what Wattpad is, then get a
0: life. Seriously. Um, mm-hmm. Because, uh, Charlie, did you just say you don't know what it is? No idea. Well, oh basically, if you, were, if you were a Tumblr girl. If you were a young
1: female in 2012, <laughs> and One Direction had just come across the ocean to America <laughs> oh. and grace us with their um Talent. presents um then you would have probably known what Wattpad is uh, but yeah for those of you who don't know Wattpad is the place for fanfiction and other fictions Um, But mainly fan-based fiction. I
0: think I read a Little Mermaid fan fiction on... Ew! Uh, It was weird. I couldn't get... It was odd. Ew. Were there fish involved? No. It was (laughs) just between like Ariel and uh, Eric. Ariel and her tail and Eric. No, there was no tail.
1: Okay. (laughs) Well, we'll see. Um, Anyway. um, After was directed by a girl named... A lady. A woman named Jenny Gage. (laughs) I just say, you know, female director. Work. Uh, (laughs) Anyway. um, Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and give you guys a quick plot summary i suppose of the film um if i can find the place where the plot summary would be written everyone stand by as i search for it oh didn't
0: it you is. just i thought you were searching for it yeah i, I had a go
1: well on imdb the plot summary and synopsises, is synopsis very mm-hmm. different things the synopsis is a cool twenty-five paragraphs. Yeah, the synopsis is literally, <laughs> and the plot summary is like a few sentences. Right. So basically, based on Anna Todd's novel, After, um, the movie follows Tessa, a dedicated student, a dutiful daughter, and a loyal girlfriend to her high school sweetheart, as she enters her first semester in college, armed with the grand ambitions for her future. Her guarded world opens up when she meets the dark, mysterious, hardened Scott a magnetic brooding rebel who makes her question all she thought she knew about herself and what she wants from life. That is not how I would describe the plot of this movie. Okay. Well, I'm going to go ahead and describe more. So I was kind of gagging at
0: guarded life.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, that's
0: hearted. Okay. (laughs) Okay.
1: (laughs) Okay. Okay. So real quick, um, running through the cast, um, Tessa, who is our main character, she's played by, um, a young woman named Josephine Langford, and then we have Hardin and Scott, who's supposed to be our like heartthrob who <clears throat> disagree. Yeah, he's fat disagree. Yeah, I mean he's, he's just a skinny white boy. He's handsome, like no shade, no tea. But he's no, I'm he's no Harry Styles, and no. he's no he's no like heartthrob who like we're literally supposed to be creaming our jeans over. Like it's no, there was it's not no happening. Jeans for Harden. The jeans are dry. The
0: jeans are dry.
1: Anyway, Hardin and Scott is played by a boy, man, named Hero Phineas Tiffin, and let me just say, yes. that he is, like, the way he speaks, again, it's based off of One Direction fan fiction, so, like, we get it, he's supposed to be British. Does he have an accent in the movie? Can't remember, does he? Yes. So he has an accent in the movie, the whole time I'm like, this, this poor American boy is doing the worst fucking accent I've ever heard, like, oh, I could do better, I could literally do better, um... And then I Google it and come to find out he is very British and born in born in the UK and what have you. But uh, tell me why that shit sounds fake.
0: I wonder if they tried to make him more Americanized. But they he, were like, but that I don't know. Anyway, also <laughs> tell them uh, tell them who he was as a child in what movie and what he did.
1: Oh yeah, so um, he played Tom Riddle in um the. Which one is this? I think it's Half Blood Prince. Yes, he played Tom Riddle in two thousand and nine's Harry Potter and the Half Blood Prince, which I think is like. Ah, I'm trying to remember like which scene it was. Obviously, it was two thousand nine, so this is a while ago. So he'd have to be pretty young. So I think I feel like it's, it's one of those flashbacks when Dumbledore mm-hmm. goes and like picks him up from like the orphanage yes, or I whatever, and he's like scene. a legitimate child. But yeah, so he plays young Voldemort, um, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, we have a bunch of other like no name. Young people in this movie, um, although we do have um, Pia Mia, mm-hmm. <laughs> who is famously Kylie Jenner's friend, and she's a good singer, and famously a singer, and she is a good singer, um, and, and she also plays famously hot. Yes, and she's very, um, very attractive, and her she plays Tristan, who is like Tessa's roommate's girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And I will say, if I gave this movie any stars, it would be half a star for that tiny sapphic, new word, tiny sapphic subplot, because they're both really hot and yes. cute and whatever. Um, and then we also have Selma Blair, who plays um, Tessa's mom. I love Selma Blair. I love Cruel Intentions. Yes. So, um, I love Legally Blonde. And then, um, yeah, so that's that. Um, and, okay, so let me tell you about this movie. Basically, Tessa, who is always dressed like she shops at Carter's, (laughs) she's wearing straight up osh-gosh-bagosh. Like, sh- like the whole time I was roasting her outfits. Like, are you kidding? Yeah, they should
0: fire the costume designer.
1: Yeah, ballet flats to the front party. A, re-
0: a red lace three quarter
1: length dress. Yes, from Charlie. A line cut. <laughs> it
0: makes me gag. Yeah, it's so 2012. It's disgusting.
1: Heinous fits, but like that's supposed to be her vibe. So it's like we can't, you know, whatever. Um, and like just lots of infinity necklaces. Yeah, which I haven't forgotten. Um, lots to forget about this movie. I haven't forgotten that. <laughs>
0: um,
1: but basically, she's like this little goody two shoes girl. She's like a tumbler
0: dweeb, essentially her fashion. She's
1: just like a. She's a she's a dork. It's fine, um, but she's pretty. You know, that's great. Um, and she has this boyfriend who I totally thought was her brother. <laughs> Um and up until like the like up until they're like in the same bed together and I was like, Ew, what the fuck? Um but anyway <laughs> I remember that you were like, are they aren't they brother and sister and They like- kiss goodbye and I was like, Ew, I'm like, looked- dating. <laughs> um but yeah. Uh basically she's like, um, this girl Tessa, she's, you know, very straight edge and she's heading off to college and her mom and her boyfriend pack her up and take her to college and drop her off and immediately when they get there they run into like we find out that like Tessa's roommate cool she's she's, she's ju- Julian she's got some tattoos she's looking sick yeah um and like I want to know that story yeah like, Tessa can you know go read a book or something um but yeah we find out her roommate's cool and then um you know they're hanging out her roommate's trying to get her to come out to this a party and to like be more fun and Tessa goes out to a party with her roommate, and, like, she's, you know, looking stupid at the party. Wearing ballet flats <laughs> to wearing, a frat party. Wearing ballet Which flats at the party.
0: We experienced that IRL when we went to that pipe party that one time at Georgia ballet Tech. Flats. There were girls there in, like, skinny jeans and ballet flats. That's very Georgia Tech vibes. Yes, it was crazy to witness that in real life and in the works. <laughs> Um, also this
1: movie does, it was filmed on at Emory, which is cool, which, you know, similar vibes, similar vibes, (laughs) similar vibes, (laughs) ballet flats at the frat party. Um, anyway, um, so they go out to this party and, uh, Tessa's being introduced to her roommate and her roommate's friends and they're all cool and they're all vaping (laughs) and it's all sick or whatever. And then I think they start, that's where we first meet Harden, who is our heartthrob, I guess, and we're first introduced to him, and whatever, whatever, and they play a game of, like, truth or dare, nothing happens, I don't think, because she's lame, yes. uh, um, and then, um, I guess, I mean, I'll tell you now, but in the movie, this is something that you don't find out until, like, well, a good two hour, or a good hour and a half in, I would say, but you find out that um, there was a bet that was made between Hardin and another friend that... Basically, uh, he's like, I bet I could fall in love, or I could make her fall in love with me. Something yeah, like something that. Like that. Um, And so, you know, whatever, whatever. They're in class together. Harden and Tessa are in class together. Harden's like a, I mean, Tessa's a nerd. And, uh, is talking about some book in class, and then Hardin pipes up, and he's like, well, I think Pride and Prejudice is about this, and Tess is like, no, you're incorrigible, and it's just so stupid, and, like... He says
0: something that's so dumb. He was it's like, really,
1: really stupid, and, like, it's a common trope, I feel like, where they're, like, gonna fight about books, Literature. Literature. And then, you know, they're gonna talk about it later, and be like, oh, you like to read? So do I. Like, just so stupid. So main character. Just so stupid, and, um you know, they kind of, like, fight, and she's like, oh, I hate him, is, like, is like her vibe for, yeah. like, the first half of the movie is, like, mm, I can't stand him. Um, and then, of course, like, he's like, let's be friends, and then, like, let me take you out to the woods, and, like, let's go to this pond, and we can go swim together. And, I'll then, take they my kiss, and then they kiss at the pond, and, like, she's a virgin, and, like, he's like, you've never been touched before. <laughs> and it's just, like, so tragic. It um, is cringe. It's it is so cringe. cringe. And then, um, You know, obviously they start to fall in love, and everything's good and great, and then, you know, Harden's having his own personal problems with, like, his dad or something, and it's just, like, a whole, like, weird subplot that literally doesn't matter, (laughs) and um, blah, blah, blah. They move in together. They're having a lot of sex. It's great. It's fun. They love each other. They go to the Georgia Aquarium, (laughs) and then um, Tessa ends up finding out about the bet that was made, like, months prior about, you know... How he was like, Well, I bet I can make her fall in love with me, and then obviously she gets mad and runs out into the rain and is like, We're done and all this bullshit and <laughs> <laughs> and um uh and then he's like, Yeah, I made the bet, but that was before I got to know you. Before I loved you. Yeah, and so blah blah blah. That's how it goes. Um that, that's literally it yeah i mean they go to like his dad's wedding to like this and like that's whole like thing and like he, it's that's really it yeah. i just told you the plot um there's some other like filler stuff but that's literally it um and i'm sure based on that synopsis you can tell how much i loved it um but yeah so uh, i mean I think after we watched this, I told Sarah that, like, at least the kissing booth was, like, more fun to roast.
0: Yeah, it had more, like, roasting qualities, But, like, and, and, like, this just had nothing. (laughs)
1: This is, like, nothing. It was just nothing to me. But I do think it's interesting that, I mean, it's cool. Cool origin story that this girl, Anna Todd, was able to write this fanfiction. And she sold, I mean, let me pull up some trivia, but she sold, like... Or uh, it got so many views on Wattpad that it was published yeah, by a, book, as a book It was published as a book. The book is thick, too. Yeah, it's a big-ass book. And she also wrote, like, six other books in the After series. Yeah. um, And then and sold a bunch of copies of the book. And then sold the rights to Paramount. And then I think she ended up not... The film ended up not getting made by Paramount. But, like, she literally sold the rights to Paramount. Yeah. And, like, got her payday from that, obviously. Were And then, like so like that is sick
0: like that's that's, actually
1: so dope to think about how like some probably like 14 year old i mean i don't know how old she was when she wrote it but like probably she couldn't have been that old yeah writing 400 pages on wattpad who has the free time about one direction about one direction yeah so like that part is really cool and i think that's pretty sick that is Um, very cool and i don't know if that's happened since
0: yeah in terms of like wattpad yeah uh um I think now more people know what Wattpad is maybe because of her and the story. But I think that's
1: cool. And I think it's really cool that like a publishing company was like, listen, like we need to take note of this, what's happening. Like it's kind of like, or it's just kind of like, it's popping off and like it's a, there's money to be made. People love it. Like people want it. Yeah. There are, there are writers out there who aren't necessarily like quote unquote professional or quote unquote like, like super educated or whatever who are like, people are wanting to read this shit and right. like there's a market for it. Like, I think that part is really cool. Very. Um, so some trivia, um, in the movie Hardin's copy of Wuthering Heights is Anna Todd's copy from when she was a teenager. Cool. So that's cool. Um, and so like I said, this was a, after it was originally a one direction fan fiction on Wattpad. Um, and, the After Trilogy on Wattpad got over 1 billion reads. A billion. Holy On cow. Wattpad. Like, so before it was a book, before it was a movie, just on Wattpad, 1 billion reads. Like, no shit we should make. Like, we should... A billion Someone should read invest that. some money yeah. into this girl named Anna Todd. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, and so oh. this is interesting. So, um, uh, in the fan fiction, there are some characters' names... In the movie and the fanfiction, there are some characters' names that are based off of the members of One Direction. Oh. So Harden is obviously Harry Styles. Um, Zed, who I, Zed, who I told Sarah I thought was the way hotter guy, yes. who definitely should have been playing Harden, yes. way hotter, way cooler. Um, his name is Zed in the movie, and he's based off of Zane. Zane. Nice. And then Landon, who plays like Tessa's friend, who is also Harden's like stepbrother. Oh yeah. Um, is based off of Liam. Pain, nice. Which is interesting. And then there's a guy named Nate who's based off of Nile. Don't know who Nate is. Who's Nate? And no idea. And then there's a guy named Logan based off of Louie. Who's Logan? These could be people these could be characters that never made it into the movie. But but are from the There's uh, at least Landon and Zed. Exactly, from but they were in the novel and like in the fanfic. Nice. Um and then Anna Todd actually again Anna Todd is the author she um has a cameo in the movie oh. she plays um a woman walking out of a building as Tessa is entering the building um they should have given her like
0: more of a screen moment. yeah which is cool
1: um um like I said the rights to the film were originally sold to Paramount um but Anna Todd said she wanted more freedom when it came to adapting the film and so the rights were then given given back to Anna Todd, which is cool of yeah. Paramount to yeah, be like. Yeah, hey, that is very
0: cool. They're a big. Like, big we already have
1: the rights, but you can have them back. That's pretty dope. Yeah. Um, They were given back to Anna Todd and then eventually sold to a, a Viron, which uh, they eventually made the movie. Nice. And like I said, the full after series includes After, After We Collided, After We Fell, After Ever After, Wait, After Ever After? Ever Happy? <laughs> huh? Hold on. Hold on. Shut up. After, after we collided, after we fell, after ever happy, <laughs> and then before, like
0: happily ever after.
1: And I guess before. But it's
0: after ever happy,
1: dude. Happy they're gonna ever make after- all those. Oh, it's happy ever after backwards.
0: That's what I just said. It's Happily Ever After backwards. Oh,
1: yes. Ever. Ha- I can't say it! Happy after. No, ever. after ever happy. Af- it's happy ever after, yeah. Backwards. 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 Okay.
0: Oh, you know what that means? That they're gonna make up and break up for like four books. And that means four and then movies. And then the last
1: one is gonna be before, and it's gonna be a prequel. Which, what could there be a prequel about? Exactly. What? Oh my god, I don't wanna see Tess and her Osh Gosh. Gosh <laughs> Reading fucking Wuthering Heights. I don't need to see it, sorry. Um let's hope that all of those don't get made. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ. But yeah, so after is the first book that Anna Todd ever wrote and it got a publishing deal and film rights and everything, so like <gasps> good on her.
0: What? Um That's just so crazy because like as a teenager, like I used to do that kind of. Like I used to just like type shit out and just yeah. like, you know, whatever. And like the fact that she did that and like like you said got published in like a billion reads. Like imagine I can't imagine that.
1: Yeah. Um interesting fact about me. And Sarah and Charlie both know this, but I have written, as a joke, let me be clear, I as was a, gonna,
0: yeah. Let me be clear, as a deep, deep, hilarious joke, I wrote uh, Impractical Jokers fanfiction. And it was beautifully written, I must say. Thank, thank you! you. When you were talking, it. yeah, when you were talking about, like, you know, unknown writers who aren't professionals, I literally thought of your fanfic. Oh, thank you very
1: much! Yes. If you want to read some uh, Q and Sal fanfiction, hit me up. Just saying that. <laughs> um... But yeah, the original Wattpad series of After has appearances by the actual One Direction Boys. So I guess apparently in those books, the One Direction... The real One Direction Boys make an appearance, which I don't know how they would pull that off in the movie.
0: They uh, could never. I know, exactly. You can't even get the One Direction Boys to like follow each other on Twitter, let alone... Yeah,
1: no clue. Yeah. But yeah, so also, like I was saying, Selma Blair, who plays Tessa's mom, um, was in Cruel Intentions, and it's a movie that I guess is similar in the sense that... Um, the male protagonist has like manipulated a female protagonist into falling in love with her. Like there is a bet in Cruel Intentions. Yeah, but I would never that says, compare. Like, the I two. bet I could make her. And it's and like Reese Witherspoon is in Cruel Intentions and she's playing like a Tessa s character, like a yeah. really straight edge, like smart. But if that's never the fuck plot, if life. that's the
0: plot you're looking for, watch Cruel Intentions. Yes, Cruel
1: Intentions is funny and it's like, iconic '90s and it's great. It's and a cult classic. It is. Um but I'd never really thought of that because they are pretty similar with those with in terms of the the basic yeah plot the very like, basic where like I'm a, a like manipulative male protagonist gaslighter and yeah. I'm gonna uh and I'm going to make this like good girl, girl fall, fall in, in love, love with yeah. me and it's gonna be this bet that I make with this like hot other girl you mm-hmm. know what I mean mm-hmm. like it's pretty kind of similar and it's cool that some of is in both of those yes um, I did not pick up on that at all me neither. Um. So that part's cool, I guess. Um. Do I have anything else to say? Um. I something that is kind of insane. Uh, the budget for this movie was fourteen million. Huh. And the worldwide gross, sixty nine, almost seventy million dollars for this fucking trash movie. No offense. Yeah, Moma's Island. That's too. That's too much. Much, too much. much too much. Much too much. Much too much. And let me be clear, this movie was in the theaters and people went to go see it. I think
0: I, I don't know if I have, I think I have a friend who went and saw it. I think my friend <laughs> Ellie went and saw it. Oh my god, I'm praying for her. It's okay. She said the book was better. I'm sure it was. Um, okay. So that's what I got on that. 69
1: million?
0: Yep. F- and it cost-
1: what? It cost so much less than that to make. What? Because it was nothing. I mean,
0: uh, what was it? Moonrise Kingdom took $6 million to make. And that was a way better film. That was so much better. What the fuck? Yeah, literally. Jesus what Christ. The fuck? I'm pretty sure it was Moonrise Kingdom.
1: Um, okay, so I'm going to hit you with a few letterboxed review. Oh, also, somehow, this goddamn movie won four awards. What awards? Four of them. Four of them. Are they Teen Choice Awards? Yes. <laughs> so,
0: uh, actually, the first one is a People's Choice Award. Ew! <laughs> our favorite drama movie. People's Choices put on by the E Network and like yeah. that, the bogus, Classic. fucking bogus. The only then, award show that matters is the is the Oscars. And then the la- the
1: next three were Teen Choice Awards where Hero Phineas Tiffin who plays Hardin Scott won the Choice Drama Movie Actor Award, Ew. and then also Josephine Langford who plays Tessa won the Choice Drama Movie Actress Award, and also the movie itself won Choice Drama Movie. I want to know what they were up against. The teens are struggling if they think yeah. this, if this is their winner. We need to give the teens a hug. Yeah. Um, they need better content. Sad. Okay. Um, Letterboxd reviews. Basically, everyone along with myself ripped this one a new one. Um, Love to
0: hear it. Love to hear it.
1: Someone named Ben Wyatt, Human Disaster, gave the film half a star and said, The reveal of that boy being her boyfriend and not her brother. Bitch, I lost it. <laughs> And, a bitch, I did lose it. Yeah, that's you. That's spoke to you. I remember making you. the fiercest eye contact with Sarah being like, what are we fucking watching? Yeah. This, what is this? She's making out with her boyfriend? I mean, her brother? Ah. <laughs> um. Uh, someone named Yaz gave the film half a star and said, this, if this can be made into a film, I have faith that my screenplays can also be produced. <laughs> Which, like, felt Pursue that. your
0: dreams. S- yeah. Someone should
1: make my freaking impractical show, fan fiction into a movie. It'd be way funnier. Uh, yes. Um, someone named Claire Gurley gave the film half star. We're getting a lot of half star reviews. It's okay. Um, this person said that someone in the theater air dropped everyone pictures of Harry Styles's face on Lord Farquaad's body, and that was the best part of this movie. Oh my god! <laughs> Hilarious! So, wow! Hilarious! I think that's so funny because you imagine just sitting in the theater watching this trash movie, and then you get a picture Paris. airdropped to your phone, oh. or everyone just gets that airdrop beep, beep yeah. beep notification, the and the whole theater
0: goes. And opens
1: their phone and it's a picture of Harry Styles' face... On Lord Farquaad? On <laughs> Lord Farquaad's body. Whoa, I do love the teens. I take that back. I love the teens. Um, let's see. Um, someone named Esmeralda did not give the film any stars and said, mm-hmm. this is why Harry Styles doesn't use Twitter anymore. Oh! Um... Someone named Kia gave the film half a star and said, 90% of the movie is bad montages with emotional TM <laughs> music in the background. And I remember make, pointing that out, too. Yeah. Like, the really trash, like, m- music was yeah. really, really bad. There was a cover of Complicated by Avril Lavigne. Yeah. A bad like, cover. That was bad. Like, I... you could, like, you made almost $70 million. You couldn't have sprung for the actual Avril Lavigne song. Yeah. Like, but...
0: come on, bitch. Fair point. Fair point. Um...
1: Someone named uh, Livia said, electric, and I can't stress this enough, chair. (laughs) And she gave it no stars. (laughs) Electric (laughs) chair. Someone named Andrew said, this is the worst Pretty Little Liars episode I've ever seen. Yikes. Yikes. Um, Someone named Anna Maria gave the film half a star and said, Kissing Booth is a masterpiece compared to this. Agree. That's all I have for that. Um, mm, Movies that were better than this. Kissing Booth. Kissing Booth Two,
0: Frozen. Frozen. That's Frozen a lot. 2. Kissing Frozen Booth Two. 2. <laughs> you thought Kissing Booth Two was better than this?
1: This movie was not good. Like I said, at least the Kissing Booth movies were fun to make fun of.
0: That's true. This
1: I'm trying my best to make, but like I remember even sitting there and being like, this movie isn't even. It's not even that cringy to make fun of. Yeah, does that make sense? You, I remember you sitting there just being like, this is nothing. I just, just remember being like, this
0: is just boring. Yeah. Like I'm trying to it. make
1: fun of it here, but like it wasn't even. It's not even comical. It wasn't even like cringy funny. Yeah, it was just kind of like uh, it's just bad. It was just boring. I remember just getting up and to go pee three times and being like, "This is literally so boring."
0: And that's my review.
1: <laughs> maybe I should make you
0: watch like a good Netflix. I think you should romantic one. I think you should maybe
1: give me a good movie once, dude. <laughs> I'm trying just once. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, I would probably not rate this movie
0: fair if i'm being honest i would give it no stars honestly i we mean, i watched after we collided which is the second after and Ruby. if you make me watch that i won't i within won't within the next few months like you need at least give me some time there's a lot more uh it's a lot more of a porno in the second one but I, I will say they have like this moment and it's supposed to be like a very like emotional like romantic sexual moment and it doesn't happen like in the bedroom it happens like in an office chair Ew. They say like I love you for the first time while having sex in an office chair. Mm, good. Office. Good. Yeah. Great. Bad. But Dylan Sprouse is in it and he's hot and a nerd and like That's kind cool. of an icon.
1: I mean I do like Dylan Sprouse, I guess, but like But he plays
0: a he plays a dweeb.
1: But I, I like a dweeb. Okay. Yeah, you know, you know me.
0: Yeah. Um, anyway, um, I guess I would I recommend you this movie for the comedy and the fact that there was no comedy even to like make fun of it. Sarah's
1: like it's a rom-com. I was like, where's the com? Bitch? Okay, I
0: meant just the rom. There wasn't a
1: single com. <laughs> no coms to be found. Um, Barely roms, I guess. I mean, I guess the roms were there, but certainly no coms. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. No, no stars. Fair. Fingers crossed for
0: a better one next week. Fair. Alright, what are you giving to me? Okay, I'm actually giving Kira a decent movie, and I've been wanting her to watch this, because I can't tell if it's that good of a movie, but I think, it, but people have said it's really good.
1: <laughs> okay. I just,
0: but, like, you know what I mean? Like, you, where you watch a movie, and you're like, okay, I enjoyed this, but, like, did everyone enjoy it? I don't know. Sure. I'm just, I'm just very, it's very, I don't know. But I'm recommending Kira to watch Kingsman. Okay, yeah, I know, I'm Which excited. is a spy movie with Taron Egerton, and Colin Firth is in it, Yeah. and they're British. Yeah, and no, thank fuck. Like, yeah. thank fuck.
1: Um, I'm excited. I do love a good, uh, I love a good action movie. Um, and I love British people. Yes. (laughs) So it might,
0: it might do you some, I love them.
1: I proper love them. Do me and do you do the pod some justice. Thank God. Okay. Um, that's exciting. I am going to recommend to Sarah, um, something that, you know, maybe is unexpected coming from me. And unexpected that you haven't seen yet, but I'm going to recommend to her uh, Kung Fu Panda. Yes! (laughs) I've been waiting for this. Kung Fu Panda, I remember, was I saw this in theaters. um, And I think it was pretty fucking legendary. Great movie. Didn't
0: you say the third one is... Oh, they're all good, bitch. Oh, they're all good.
1: I love Kung Fu Panda. And fucking Jack Black. I know, it's Jack Jack Black. Black. It's Jack Black. Jack Black. Like, are you kidding? And he can do no wrong. Um, But yeah, Kung Fu Panda. It's going to be good. It's going to be fun. Everybody
0: was Kung Fu Fighting. Did you know Ross
1: Lynch was in that music video?
0: Huh? No. Ross
1: Lynch was in the Kung Fu Fighting music video. As a child?
0: As a child. Ross Lynch? Kind of an icon. Hot. Hot. Okay. Teen Beach movie? Hot. Anyway. I love the Teen Beach movie. I know. Um... Um, but yeah, that's it for this episode and thanks for tuning in. Check out our Instagram, it's the Movie Night Pod. Give us a follow, give us a shout out, maybe a comment or a like. I don't know. Just whatever you're feeling. Yeah. I and we'll see you guys next time. Peace and love.
1: And blessings.
0: Goodbye.